0: The Lord be with you and also with you lift up your hearts we lift them up to the Lord where the dawn of the East meets the twilight of the West and the cool of the North touches the calm of the South and the transcendent power of God touches earth in the humility and love of Christ here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country and beyond we gather for ordered worship The liturgy, music, and homily this Lord's Day are offered in the praise of God for our congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership, service, and ministry in our midst, And as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. It is our particular delight this morning to welcome again Marsh Chapel's own Inner Strength Gospel Choir under the long-term astute leadership of Dr. Herb Jones and preparing for their concert next Friday night at 7.30 under the mighty theme, This is Why We Pray. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice to be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. Oh, uh-huh. pray. Blessed Lord, who caused all Holy Scriptures to be written for our learning, grant us so to hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, amen. Please be seated. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We begin each hour of worship come the Lord's day with a moment of contrition, of compunction, of confession and lament as we recognize that we stand in the need of forgiveness and pardon ourselves and that we have the capacity in the week and days to come to extend to others a sign, a word of pardon and peace, to give another the benefit of the doubt. As the choir guides us singing our traditional Kyrie, may we offer our own personal prayers of confession. Let us pray. but for thy grace we would not be. We could not love, we should not speak, but by thy grace we live and love and speak. Beloved, hear good news. If we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thanks Thanks be be to God.
1: A lesson from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 65, verses 17 through 25. For I am about to create new heavens and a new earth. The former things shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I am creating. For I am about to create Jerusalem as a joy and its people as a delight. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and delight in my people. No more shall the sound of weeping be heard in it or the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant that lives but a few days, or an old person who does not live out a lifetime. For one who dies at a hundred years will be considered a youth, and one who falls short of a hundred will be considered accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build another and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be offspring blessed by the Lord, and their descendants as well. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. But the serpent, its food shall be dust. They shall not hurt or destroy on all of my holy mountain, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: saying a reading from the first song of Isaiah with the Antiphon. I give thanks to you, O Lord. For though you were angry with me, your anger turned away and you comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the nations, proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Shout aloud and sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Let us stand as we are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel.
3: Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 19, verses 1 through 9. Glory to you, O Lord. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he too is a son of Abraham. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ.
0: seated. It is hard for me to tell from this angle which tree you are in. Given the troubles of this autumn, it is hard for me to tell which tree I am in myself day to day. Has life chased you up the tree of doubt? Or are you treed in the branches of idolatry, idolatry, or are we shaking or shaking in the money tree or stuck without faith in the religion tree? Jesus calls us today to come down out of the tree forts of our own making and embrace a loving relationship with him. May we measure all with the measure of love. Perhaps the presence of unexplained wrong provokes you to doubt the benevolence in life or the goodness in God. To doubt that, as John Bennett said, God is at work in the world to make and keep human life human. Randomness may have treed you. No one can explain why terrible things happen. And they do. But if you will come down a limb or two from your tree of doubt, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you may hear faith. God can bring good out of evil and make bad things work to good. This is not a theological declamation and certainly not a pain to providence. It is just something we can notice together. One Sunday years ago, I drove late to church. I used to run early on Sunday and finish rehearsing the sermon along the way, and as I did on that Lord's Day, I just forgot the time. So we raced to church, and in doing so, I cut a corner literally, and so popped a car tire. I was not happy to hear my son say haste makes waste. You know though, both rear tires were thin. I had replaced the front two months earlier and forgotten about the rear ones. I have to admit, it was good that I had reason to replace them before I had a blowout on the highway. Sometimes it happens that a bad thing prevents a really terrible thing from happening. Joseph was thrown into a pit and sold into slavery. He had to find his way as a Jew in the service of the mighty Pharaoh. He did so with skill and rose to a position of influence, even with Potiphar's wife chasing him around in his underwear. Then a full generation later, a great famine came upon those brothers who had earlier sold Joseph down the river. They went to Pharaoh looking for food. And who met them as they came to plead? There was Joseph. He so memorably said, as written in Genesis 50, You meant this for evil, but God meant it for good that many might be saved. Sometimes it happens that a bad thing in one generation prevents starvation in the next. So in Jericho, as Jesus found the little man up in the tree, his fellows grumbled. Verse eight, why would he take time with such a greedy, selfish person who made his living off the sweat of others' brows? That hurts to see divine attention given to those who have harmed you. Why would he have a meal with someone who takes no thought for the hurt of God's people? This is bad. And it is. We miss the power of the parable if we do not see this. This is Jesus taking up with those who have wished the church ill, who have used the church for their own very well-intended but nonetheless self-centered reasons. This is Jesus consorting with sinners. But sometimes a bad thing in the little brings a good thing in the large. Zacchaeus changes and in so doing, provides great wealth for others' benefit. Come down from this one tree, doubting Zacchaeus. I know that bad things happen to good people, and as a pastor, hardly anything troubles me more. Sometimes, though, sometimes, not always, just sometimes, a bad thing early averts a really bad thing late. I have seen it, and you have too. It is enough to give someone up, the doubting tree, a reason to come down at least maybe one branch or two. For it is the labor of faith to trust that where sin abounds, grace overabounds, even in this autumn of anxiety and depression. But one of the redeeming possibilities in this very season of cultural demise is the chance that as a result enough of us now will become enough committed to the realization of a just, participatory, and sustainable world that these darker days will move us toward a fuller light. Sometimes a bad thing in one part of history protects us from a worse thing In another part, let us not lose sight of the horizons of biblical hope as improbable as they can seem. The lion and the lamb, no crying or thirst, the crooked, straight, all flesh. They shall not hurt on all my holy hills, saith the Lord. The divine delight comes still from saving the lost, including the forgotten, seeking the outcast, retrieving the wayward sons and daughters of Abraham. God wants your health, your salvation. God wants your healthy prudence. And as Fred Craddock wrote, your salvation has personal, domestic, social, and economic consequences. Jesus Christ saves us from crippling out. Those who have seen this fall or this week the magnificent musical Come From Away and its evocation of 9-11 with its recollection of St. Francis Make Me an Instrument of Thy Peace and its recitation of Philippians 4-6 Have No Anxiety About Anything But In All Things in Prayer and Supplication With Thanksgiving Lift Your Needs to God. May just have caught a glimpse, heard a hint of the divine delight in saving the lost. So come down, Zacchaeus. Come down from your perch in that comfortable sycamore tree, that comfortable pew, that skeptical reserve, that doubt. Come down, Zacchaeus. The Lord Jesus Christ has need of your household and your money. And he responds your doubt. Come down, Zacchaeus, down from your overly zealous leanings hanging out on the branch of life. Idolatry comes when we make one or more of the lesser, those significant, loyalties in life to shadow the one great loyalty, that which the heart owes alone to God. Zacchaeus had governmental responsibility, community status, a welcoming home, a fine family, and we can suspect that he was loyal in these regards. Curious as he was up on his branch, though, he had no relationship with the divine. Into this relationship, Jesus invites him. More precisely, Jesus invites himself into relationship with a man or a woman, a person, up a tree. He is invited into a whole new life, a new world of loving and faithful relationships that stem from the one great loyalty. We need to be careful about lesser loyalties this fall. We need to. We need to be prudent about the lesser loyalties than the one owed to God. We can forget, if we're not careful, whose water we were baptized into. Rather, let us remember the student of Paul who in Second Thessalonians wrote, your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for another is increasing. Do you sense the danger? Come down, Zacchaeus, come down. Before it is too late, make sure your lesser loyalties to government, career, friends, family, job, home, all. Do not cover over, do not shadow the one great loyalty that all of your daily tasks do not eclipse, a living memory of a healthy future, a common dream. So yes, we harbor a common dream, a dream For instance, and we remember it keenly this year, that women, our grandmothers, mothers, sisters, daughters, granddaughters, all, granted suffrage a mere 100 years ago, will be spared any and all forms of harassment and abuse, verbal or physical, on college campuses, in homes and families, in offices and bars, in life and work, and long having suffered and now having suffrage, will in our time rise up to be fully honored, revered, and compensated without reserve, but with justice and mercy. And yet, ours, yours, finally, is a dream not of this world only, but of this world as a field of formation for another, not just creation, but new creation, not just life, but eternal life, not just health, but salvation, not just heart, but soul, not just earth, but heaven. Come down, Zacchaeus, come down at last. Impediments to faith come through doubt and idolatry, through resentment and religion, but none of these holds a candle to the harm that wealth can bring. In global terms and in historical terms, every one of us in this room is wealthy. We have problems, but ours are first world problems. Luke's entire gospel, especially its central chapters 9 through 19, are aimed at this point. For Luke's community, the remembered teachings of Jesus about wealth were central, in some ways the most important. That tells me that the Lucan church had money, and so do we. This is what makes the account of Zacchaeus, one who lined his own pockets at other people's expense, so dramatic for Luke. And so Luke concludes his travel narrative with this clarion call, come down. Be careful, as you do, not to trip over wealth, power, or status. Four, we lose them all, we give them all over, all away, over time. They are impermanences, they go. Better that we see so early. Time flies, ah no, time stays, we go. Wouldn't you love to know what Je- Jesus said to Zacchaeus that caused him to give away half of all that he had, I surely would like to know what was said. That is, we remember, it is a Western, white, male, educated, wealthy, healthy, heterosexual, middle-class, two-handed world. I need to be reminded of that. Come down, Zacchaeus, And feel keenly the pain of others. Come down and remember, soon we will be gone. So maybe we could find ways to use whatever power we temporarily have now to honor God, love our neighbor, reflect our mortality, and affirm the powerless. Come down, Zacchaeus, come down. To do that, we will need to remember our forebears. Harriet Tubman lived her later life in Auburn, New York, dying in 1913, just 15 years before my mother was born, a few miles away from her. But as you remember, she spent her earlier life freeing her people from slavery, 13 perilous journeys back south. One wrote this week, Tubman's story is an example of courage combined with practicality. So, she marched at night, communed with God, drugged crying babies, and even held a gun to the heads of those who grew weary or turned back. Those of us who've seen the recent film Harriet have seen again that remarkable combination of courage and practicality. Before we left seminary on the day after Thanksgiving in 1978, an odd event befell us. I worked nights as a security guard in those years and would come home to sleep at 7 a.m. Jan had the day off and left to shop, but left the door to our little apartment ajar by accident. About noon, a street woman found her way into the building and up onto our floor and then into our room. I woke up to see a very poor, deranged woman fingering rosary beads and mumbling just over my head. Boy, did I shout. She ran into the next room and I stumbled downstairs to call the police. By the time three of New York's finest and I returned to the apartment, the poor lady was in the bathtub singing and washing. They took her away. Jan came back at three and asked how I had slept. Well, that moment has stayed in the memory as an omen. Our wealth is meant for the cleansing of the poor of the earth. Perhaps the Lord wanted me to remember that in ministry, so I have tried to remember that in ministry. Come down, Zacchaeus. And use your wealth for the poor. Let's talk for a moment about religion, shall we? Come down, Zacchaeus, come down. No amount of religious apparatus can ever substitute for what Jesus is offering you today, and that is loving relationship. No amount of theological astuteness can ever substitute for loving relationship. No amount of sturdy churchmanship can ever substitute for loving relationship. No amount of righteous indignation can ever substitute for loving relationship. No amount of beautiful music instrumental or vocal can ever substitute for loving relationship. No amount of formal religion can ever substitute for the power of loving relationship. Jesus invites us into loving relationship with him and so with each other. That is health, that is salvation. Are we lovers anymore? Like Zacchaeus in the tree, religion can dwell above Jesus, high above Jesus, high and aloof. Is it good to be above Jesus? It was the German monk Martin Luther who in 1517 went alone and nailed his 95 theses to the door in Wittenberg and thereby splintered inherited religion to bits. The words of this same Luther were read as an interpretation of Romans 8 on the rainy night in London 1738 along Aldersgate Street as John Wesley's heart at long last was strangely warmed and he came down from the tree of religion to sit at the table of faith in Christ. On, November, on a November Sunday in 2019, November 17th, Hick et nunc here and now, both are recalled in invitation to loving relationship with God and neighbor. We pointedly remember that we are saved by faith, by faith alone, by grace we are saved through faith and not by any or all of the works of the law. And you know, in college, just a steady participation in a loving group like the one Herb Jones has led for so many years, that can make all the difference can make a saving, life-giving difference. Come down Zacchaeus, come down from the doubting tree, the tree of idolatry, the wealth tree, the tree of religion. Come down and receive the gospel. Jesus invites us into loving relationship with himself and thereby into loving relationship with our neighbors. Are we lovers anymore? Are we lovers anymore? Are we lovers anymore? Amen.
4: We now, <clears throat> we now come to the time in our service when we turn our hearts and minds to prayer and lift up our lives and ourselves to God. Please assume an attitude and posture of prayer by either remaining seated, standing, kneeling, or coming to the communion rail as we sing together our call to prayer, lead me Lord. As we enter a time of prayerful reflection, please respond to the phrase, hear us, O God, with your mercy is great. Faithful God, when we question the future, you reveal the hope of victory through your son, Jesus Christ. Give us the wisdom to rely on your words and the courage to witness your love and faithfulness. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God, our joy, the seas and the hills shout your praise. Inspire us to sing a joyful song to you as we work to preserve and protect your marvelous creation. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God, our ruler, you judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. Grant perseverance to world leaders and elected officials so that they never grow weary in doing what is right. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. Gracious God, you offer peace to fearful hearts. Heal the hurts of all those who suffer injustice and persecution, those who spend months and years in prisons and in hospitals and for anyone in need today. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God, our song, thank you for worship leaders, artists, and musicians who create works of praise and prayer. Guide them in their leadership and empower them to lift up new voices and works of art among the assembly. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Everlasting God, God, as we await the dawn of the new heaven and the new earth, we give thanks for all your beloved who have died in Christ. Hear us, O God. Your mercy Mercy is is great. Rejoicing in hope, we lift up our prayers to you, most gracious Lord, trusting that you have received them in your care. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we now pray.
5: Peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. My name is Nick Rodriguez, and I am the Ministry Associate for Outreach and Engagement. We welcome you once again to the nave of Marsh Chapel, and hope you'll take a moment to help us get to know you better, so that we can help you get to know one another better, by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew. Marsh Chapel would like to welcome the Inner Strength Gospel Choir today, and invite you to attend their fall concert. That's why we pray. The concert will be on Friday, November 22nd at 7.30 p.m. here at Marsh Chapel. The link to get tickets is on their pamphlet attached to this bulletin. Next Sunday, November 24th, we invite you to join us for adjunct wreath making for all ages at 12.15 p.m. in the Marsh Room downstairs. There will be crafts for children and hot chocolate provided. There is a suggested donation of $20 and donations will benefit the Brookline Food Pantry. To sign up, please see the table in the narthex following the the service or contact Heidi Framing Courts. Space is limited, so reserve a spot quickly. Please join the Global Ministry Department for our next meeting of Bibles and Brews at Fuller's BU Pub on Monday, November 18th at 5 p.m. The topic of discussion will be, what is the difference between charity and social change? In observance of International Education Week, the Global Ministry Department will be offering two special events this week. During the normal Create Space time on Tuesday, join the Global Ministry Department at March Chapel for the opportunity to engage in visual storytelling through art as a way of sharing your spiritual story. Stop by any time between 3 to 6 p.m. to participate. All are welcome. After Create Space on Tuesday, um, from 6 to 8 p.m., Join us for a special global dinner club, during which we will make some dishes that remind us of home and also talk about how food connects us with people and places. Cooking will start at 6 p.m. in the Marsh Chapel kitchen. All are welcome. Registration for the Marsh Chapel Advent Devotional, Incarnate, is now live. Please visit the main page of the Marsh Chapel website to sign up to receive a daily devotional via email during the season of Advent from the staff and friends of Marsh Chapel, for all their upcoming services and activities, we would encourage you to keep an eye to the March Chapel website, bu.edu chapel, where you may also find the opportunity for online giving. Now, walk in love as Christ loves us in offering and sacrifice to God.
1: Gracious God, you are faithful and just. Through the resurrection of your Son, Jesus, you have given great grace to us all. You call us to share the word of eternal life with others so that our joy may be complete. Light the way for us as we seek to live in fellowship with Christ. May these offerings reflect the grace of our risen Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen.
0: May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes God's hand to you, the blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.